Hi everyone, I'm Liam and this is Words with Women. Welcome back to another episode with Words with Women. For today's episode, I'm joined by Rachel Collier, CEO and founder of Third Marketing, which is Ottawa's first virtual marketing department for small and medium-sized businesses. She also published her first book, Maps for Makers, Systems and Stories for Changing the World. Rachel is an author and entrepreneur who believes in the power of storytelling and integrates it in every aspect of her life. In today's discussion with our lovely VP brand, Lauren, Rachel will walk us through her journey. As always, join us for words of advice, words of wisdom on your bi-weekly podcast, Words with Women. Welcome back to Words with Women. So for today's episode, I'm joined by Lauren. She's our VP brand at Women in Management Network, the person behind all our marketing and social media from Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, pretty much everything. And for our guest speaker, uh, it's Rachel Collier, who is a CEO and founder of Third Door Marketing, that is Ottawa's first virtual marketing department. So thank you ladies for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Lauren, you're the person who um, connected us with uh, Rachel. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So basically, I met Rachel by one day making a professional Twitter because I'm not a huge LinkedIn person for some reason. I don't know why. I've never been a fan of LinkedIn. So I made a professional Twitter and I was like, who do I follow on this Twitter, like, I really don't know that many, like, people in marketing in Ottawa, so I very just searched, like, marketing Ottawa, and I think Third Door Marketing popped up. Do you, you guys have a Twitter, right? I okay, do. Yeah. I'm yeah. always on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I found their Twitter, and then I clicked on the website, and I found that your message was um, by woman for a woman at the time, and I was like, oh, wow, that's, like, exactly, like, the one in management network goals and values as well so I think this is super super cool I think I read like a bunch of blog posts and I like found you on LinkedIn as well um just like creeping super hard (laughs) and then I sent (laughs) and I sent Rachel a message on LinkedIn I think in like May like very very early in quarantine Yeah. yeah and then I came home I came back to Ottawa and I was like hey I'm just gonna ask her to talk to me over zoom because I just thought it was amazing what you started in Ottawa and I hope one day to be marketing consulting and I hope one day to start my own business and I also believe a lot in gender equality so I was like this is basically like I don't know if you've ever heard of North Star but it's basically like what you look to, to yeah. for your goals and like what to follow and I was like this is like one totally. of my biggest North Stars so I'm just gonna message her and see what happens so yeah and then Rachel sat down with me for a zoom chat and I just feel like we connected really well and I feel like you taught me a lot oh good yeah no I love getting messages like that because that's honestly how I started third door is I would just cold reach out to people wow. and within a few months of that I got connected to most of Ottawa's top entrepreneurs and so I, I Lauren keep doing that it yeah. really works <laughs> I will <laughs> no that was, and it was also it was like really nice to hear from you too and learn more about your marketing journey and you know, offer advice where I can. Like I'm young too, but I think if we all Mm -hmm. help each other, we'll do better. Yeah. That's insane. It was a really amazing experience for my first Zoom coffee chat. I was like, that went really well. And it was a very great experience. (laughs) I remember the day you guys talked, I think I was chatting with Lauren as well. (laughs) And then she mentioned you and like how you guys met. And that's, that's when like my stalking started to go like, (laughs) but yeah. 
So today we'll be talking about Rachel's journey from graduation, how her experiences led her to be a founder of Third Door Stories. And before we dive in into our entrepreneurial, your entrepreneurial journey, I want to take you back to graduation. And I know a lot has changed since then. So can you tell me a little bit about that time and what led you to uh, the bioscience sector? I guess my whole life, I have always really believed in the power of storytelling to change the world. I think like if you go back to, I don't know, basic evolution, we all kind of evolved sitting around a campfire telling each other stories. And I think that's really powerful. And I, for that reason, I took journalism at Carleton University and I thought, wow, like this is storytelling. I could get paid to be a storyteller. And I really dove into that. You know, I worked um, as the editor in chief of the school paper. I did all the internships at like the Ottawa Citizen, Globe and Mail. Um, but I ended up taking a summer job right before I graduated in bioscience. And it was a company called Spartan Bioscience. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to be here for like a couple months. I don't really care. But the more I started working on that product, they make portable DNA analyzers. And their, mm. their mission is to bring the power of DNA testing to everybody. And as I was working on that product, I thought, oh, my God, like, I have the opportunity to build up this product every single day and learn how to tell this story to change the world, to bring portable diagnostics to everyone. And I think that could really make the world a better place. So I decided mm -hmm. to leave journalism behind and mm -hmm. hone my storytelling craft at Spartan instead. And it was really rewarding. I, I really think they've changed the world with their technology. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Marketing is definitely like another version of storytelling, which is really cool because you're trying to sell a product and tell the brand story. Totally. I, I think that, you know, marketing, there's, we've moved into this like more like digital marketing world where there's Google analytics and I don't know, social media, but at the end of the day, marketing is just storytelling. And I believe, is that when you met uh, Dr. Paul? Yeah. So when I started at Spartan Bioscience, I met Dr. Paul Lem, who is the founder of Spartan. And we really connected um, because he's a big reader and I'm a big reader mm -hmm. and I started kind of asking him these like questions like you know I didn't really believe him he was like you know Spartan's gonna change the world one day and I yeah. was like my journalist nature was like what are you talking about like who do you think you are <laughs> I was actually like I was quite rude especially because I thought that I was only gonna be there for a couple of months and he kind of turned it back on me and he was like well Rachel like what kind of companies change the world and I couldn't get that question out of my head. And I was like, I need to know, I need to figure this out. And, you know, he's got that really entrepreneurial streak. He's got that scientist background as well. Mm -hmm. And we thought between the two of us, between, you know, like my research and storytelling skills and his scientific analysis, we could, you know, create this guide for what kinds of people, what kinds of companies change the world. Did you find that coming from like a marketing like background, like, you know, it's a little bit different, I believe, for like science and like what uh, like Spartan does. Did you find it challenging or like a little bit hard to fit in within the company or like how things work or was it uh, easy for you? No, it was so navigating Spartan coming as like a journalism grad into the world of biotech was very difficult. Um, and the reason for that is journalism is it's like very artsy very emotional empathetic and then when you get into science and tech you've got that pure logic 
analytical mm-hmm. and it's it is at the end of the day it's very male driven too like yeah. even now it's very male driven even with all these women in stem programs biotech is very male driven and i find i found that a very different world to navigate than the one that i had come from so uh when it comes to your book because i know your book is coming out soon i also finished it in one day on sunday i literally woke up <laughs> Yes, I did. I woke up Sunday after breakfast. I read it. That's amazing. I, yes, I did. I am telling you, I'm a fan of your book right now. I love oh it. Oh my God. It's You're like the concise. second person to read it. That's really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I shared it with all my friends. I sent it to them. Wow. I, shen- I sent it to the woman team. And Lauren yes. knows this. <laughs> yeah. No, Liam That's was like amazing. texting me every day being like, I just read this chapter. Amazing. Like, love this. <laughs> and then she's like, just finished. It was like a day later. She's like, just finished the whole entire book. It was so good. Oh, like, I'm so awesome. glad you liked it. Yes, because, I really like, did. You guys are the target audience. It's that, you know, young person who really wants to make a difference, but maybe doesn't have all of the right tools or maybe doesn't know all the right systems to put in place to like increase their probability of success. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really affirming that you guys enjoyed it. It's yeah. good, and I, and I think what I enjoy the most about it is how it's concise and like straight to the point. Like there is not a lot of fluff around it or anything. It's mostly like, okay, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to do, and this is how to get to it. So in that sense, it's like a very like good piece of advice that everyone I feel should use and like learn from. And every chapter talks about a different part of life, and if you put it together, it's a whole piece that you know shapes your life from like all you know, um, mm-hmm. all sections or, or like angles. So I want you to tell you me a little bit, bit more about the book and how it came to you to existence, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I met Paul and I asked him what kind of companies change the world and then he put that question back on me mm-hmm. and we kind of did this like iterative process where we kept trying different assumptions and, and you know, testing them and like, you know, if you're really hardworking, can you change the world? And when we tested that, like when we went through all the research, no, like hard work isn't the only thing. You have to also do like the intelligent thing at the right time. And so it was this really iterative process. It was really fun too, because we were putting together this system and testing it and seeing if these things would really work and, and going through all of these stories of people who have successfully changed the world and what did they all have in common? And it was really fun to write. And also deeply 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 challenging it took four years for a reason we um you've read it i think there's i don't know yeah hundreds of scientific articles that is based on even more scientific articles that didn't make it into the book like hundreds and hundreds of stories that we read and tried to like navigate it it was so much fun and also very challenging do you have do you remember like the day that you guys decided that you're gonna like write the book or was it just, Actually, like, you know, one of the ideas that, you know, day by day, it came, like, to the surface? <laughs> so I do remember, and it's so funny that you asked me that, because it was September 6th, Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and I actually, I actually put that in my calendar, because I was like, this is a big day. I'm going to want to remember this day. Um, and so I started at Spartan in March of 2016, and it took me a long time to like you know get Paul to see that like yes, yeah this is the right person to like write a book with this is the right thing to write a book about because he's already written a book before too so for okay. him to like take the leap on this it it took me a little bit but I, he fin- he finally came around okay <laughs> and he also like you and Paul you were working and co-writing, 
cool writing at the same time. So like, how did you guys like navigate working together and writing together? Because I think, I don't know, like just thinking about it, definitely these like some sort of way to navigate it. Was it like hard at the same time or? Yeah, it was really, so they were working at Spartan and then writing on the book were two completely different projects but at the same time intertwined because as I was honing my craft with the book because Mm -hmm. I was doing the first drafts of everything the second drafts of everything the 20th drafts of everything and he was just like parachuting in at the end um (laughs) as I was honing my craft with this book I just got better at marketing at Spartan because I was honing that storytelling ability Um, so they were intertwined so at Spartan I didn't report to Paul so that wasn't really you know it didn't really come into play um but there were there were definitely like two different projects so we would only like write the book in our spare time and yeah I I love working with Paul like he's my favorite person I've ever worked with for sure I mean I just thinking about writing a book with someone to me it sounds like a really like unique experience because your ideas and their ideas and like they would come together and just like in group project which is like for us like the the one thing that we can relate to the most um it's sometimes like it's a little bit hard because each person have different ways of doing things or like wording stuff. So for a book, it, it must be like a, a great experience to have and like to share. Yeah, it, we're, we're very different people. Um, so it was a little challenging, but I think that makes the end result better because yeah. we come at it from such different perspectives. And it is better. I'm telling you this as someone who read your book in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. So uh, what would you say the message that you want your readers to be left with after reading your book? I think it changes every day because for me, that book helped me in so many different ways. And so the message that I take out of it myself changes every day. But the thing that I've been thinking about a lot is nobody knows, like nobody knows the answer to anything. Nobody knows the right businesses to start. Nobody knows like the right people to connect with. You you don't know what's gonna happen in your life. You just don't, you could get hit by a truck tomorrow. Like what I do know is you have to keep trying. If there's like something in your heart that you really want to accomplish in your life, you have to keep trying. Yeah. And I would say the book is a map for makers, as you said. So like it's a map, you know, to follow like habits that you do and think to do. And I hope people would read your book because I really believe that it's it's a great book to for everyone to read, you know. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And I don't know if Lauren finished it, but I, I remember. <laughs> I'm like, cowboy done. You really beat me to it. And all this yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, but- when I like, like when I like a book or reading stuff, like I tend to finish them in one day. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a really well-written well, book. And I didn't even send. Yeah. I think William, you found it yourself. I don't know. I you stumbled upon it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some digging, and then I saw it, and I'm like, okay, here's a free copy. Let me just like, download it and read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be interested in any of your, other of your thoughts. I, we're definitely open to feedback and what sounded right to you and what didn't. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about Third Door Marketing and how you decided to found it. And uh, what was the pivotal moment of your career when it comes to it? Mm-hmm. So founding Third Door was kind of a backwards way to get there because I started with no plan. And the reason that I did that is in 2019, I got two concussions and I've had five concussions overall. And I take my brain health really seriously at this point. And when, when you hit your head, you're not yourself. You can't 
think you like you lose sense of yourself and you really feel like you could die like if I hit my head again mm-hmm. I could just die and if I looked at my life and I died tomorrow would I have been happy and my answer was no and my answer was no because I was not fulfilled at my job I think Spartan is an amazing company. I think they're changing the world, but I wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what that was at all, um, but I quit because I just thought I can't do this any longer. I just, I need to quit. Um, I took a few months off, tried to heal my brain and eventually the pieces of third door marketing started to come together. I tried consulting for a bit, but nobody really thought I was worth it like as or nobody really thought I was credible I should say yeah as a 26 year old consultant and so that didn't really work out and then I started talking to my friends and I was like what if I just start at the end and the end is I want to work with passionate women and I want to love the work that I do every day yeah and my friends were like we want to do that too so we decided to actually start a company together instead of consulting all on our own And for whatever reason, that team gave us the credibility that we needed to start landing clients and perfecting our business model. And after six months of operations, we've gotten enough client feedback to figure out that our true value proposition is as a virtual marketing department for small and medium-sized businesses who maybe don't want to or can't afford to hire a full-time team. We basically come in and undercut all marketing costs and people really respond to that yeah especially right now since everyone is like turning to virtual to virtual like marketing everything is virtual classes are virtual with covid so um it is it is a great opportunity as well to take and like start like the business um and this time yeah and i really i feel very fulfilled because we're we're fulfilling a service that clients really need like a lot of our clients, they can't afford a full-time team, but they still need to do marketing to keep yeah. up with their competition. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that is I love working with my team. We're a team of strong, like independent women yes. and we, we get things done and we drive good results and we don't have to deal with any sexism or, you know, none of, none of that comes into play, which is really fun. Yeah. And uh, one of like, I'm assuming like one of your target um, like, you know, target audience for like the, for the company, it's, it's women. Cause, um, mm-hmm. as you said, like marketing, marketing and publishing solutions by women for women, is there a specific reason for specifically like having it for women? Yeah, I think we're now positioning ourselves more as by women. And the reason for that is the way that we're positioned now, we have a lot more clients. We've now opened our funnel to a lot more different kinds of clients. And the upside of that is that my team now gets to train and perfect their craft more frequently, if that makes sense. Yes, no, for sure. I, I wasn't, wasn't sure that like you guys changed it, but... I, was- I know we did. We pivoted. And yes. this is something that I, I mean, I always read in books, but I didn't think I would have to do so quickly you really have to respond to what the market actually wants. 100%. And the market actually showed me that they want a virtual marketing department. And when I tried to structure a business around that, our business model totally changed. Yeah. And did you always like want it to take the entrepreneurial path? Like, was it always something that you were passionate about, like, you know, growing up or it's more like of the idea and then it came into existence? 
So Paul actually asked me this, um, like last week and (laughs) I did, it never was really like a conscious thing where I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. But what I will say is that whenever I was doing group projects in school, I was, I was the one doing those group projects. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're the one doing all the work. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally. Now being an entrepreneur, I can like pay people to help me with the work, which is kind of cool. Whereas like in school, you couldn't do that. Yeah. And people take the credit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So what are the plans for third door marketing like in the future? Like what are your plans and like on growing the business? Mm -hmm. So what I've learned within the first six months of business is that I need to really listen to what my clients and what the market wants. So I don't know what third door marketing is going to look like a year from now, but I do know that I, the value proposition we found as a virtual marketing department, I think that has legs and I think that it'll take off. If you had like one piece of advice for someone who's like just starting out their business right now, or someone who's like thinking maybe because I myself right now, we're Lauren as well, but we're literally talking yeah. about like years ago about starting out, doing like things new because this is the time we're graduating soon what would be your advice for for them mm-hmm. my one piece of advice would be start with the goal so my goal was to work on things I loved with people I loved so I got rid of everything else that didn't accomplish that goal and then once you have your goal in mind eliminate all of the different risk factors that you can so when I started Third Door, I literally moved into my mom's place and worked out of her laundry room every single day. So I didn't have to worry about rent. Like yeah. as much risk as you can eliminate, the better. I think there's mm-hmm. a little bit of this, you know, quit your day job and, and strike out. Mm-hmm. That's actually like bad advice for more for most people. You should you should really like eliminate those risk factors. Try to like keep that part-time job or you know you guys are in school start up your side business now well you don't have as many financial obligations except student loans and stuff like that's a lot I don't want to undermine that but you know what I mean like start start up those businesses that you want now because nothing's going to teach you better than the real world what actually works and what doesn't so start your business eliminate the risk that I guess is two pieces of advice but yeah what would be Mm -hmm. the the highest like risk factors like are you do you mean like financially or uh, sometimes I think it could be also the people you're surrounded with like your energy what you spend it on so what were they like for you yeah I think the biggest risk is for most people financial yeah for me I just got to the point where I realized I only had so many good energy hours in a day like I think I probably have three or four hours of like amazing energy where I'm creative. I'm at my best. I got to a point where I didn't want to keep spending those on my day job. So I had to either find a day job that didn't take my creative energy or find a way to use my creative energy to make money. I think I got pretty lucky, but even then I eliminated all risk by moving in with my mom. And now (laughs) I don't live with my mom anymore. So third door is done okay. (laughs) And what would you say is the valuable lesson that you learned through the process? I think the most valuable thing that I've learned is try a bunch of different stuff. And we talk about that in maps, develop a minimum viable product, get out into the arena 
and see if your assumptions stand up or not because mm -hmm. we're humans really respond to storytelling and sometimes the stories yeah. we tell ourselves aren't true but if you actually get out there and test your ideas test your business in real time iterate really quickly i think you'll end up with something valuable at the end Now that we are in our last section of the podcast, the rapid three, two, one. And uh, the first question is, what are the three values that got you where you are today? Conscientiousness, like getting things done. Yeah. Uh, grit and integrity. Okay. And uh, the second question, what are two things that make you feel motivated and inspired? Books. <laughs> I love reading. And working with passionate women. Nice. Woman Imagine Networks. Yeah, <laughs> shout out woman. Anyways, <laughs> one skill you think is important in all aspects of life? Empathy. If you don't have the ability to empathize with people, I just, I think bad things happen. I think, you know, we're all fighting a really hard battle and being a little extra kind to one another really matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like empathy has been a lot of people's answers, actually, which has yes. been surprising to me. Yeah. Me I didn't know really? that. I was really going to say it. To my surprise as well, a lot of people said empathy. And I don't know why. I just didn't expect people to say that as in like the one skill um, that is important. Yeah. I think people give a lot of credit to like the hard skills, like, mm -hmm. but there's so many scientists or I don't know even doctors who if they don't add that like empathy they actually like do bad stuff because they they get carried away with their own cleverness you have to add that thread of like caring about other people yeah. to actually do good work and live a good life yeah and I think more people would want to work like with you and work for you if you're an empathetic like kind person yeah, because they get to relate to you in a way and like, it makes mm -hmm. it easier to make that connection um, between each other. So yeah, so thank you for being with us here today. Thanks, guys. It was fun doing this.